Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another intriguing, engaging extravaganza of podcast brought to you by Eric Humes, Adam Short, and our gracious host, Rooftop Realty. As noted, this is a jubilous great day. You could tell someone's still excited from last night's game. Still a little pumped. Uh, you know me, I'm not very high energy, but I let it out of the box once in a while. So I kind of wish I was with you when you were watching this game. This It would have been fun to watch you watch the game. Um, not only was I correctly uh, decorated with my spirit beads, 12 jersey, my glorious hat that you see before you, um, but I was at... I also took time out to go to the Derby Street Pickleball Club so everyone else could watch me watching the game. Oh, wow. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Dr. Travis was there, and uh, Jay Pacha Esquire and I were running the table at the Derby Street Pickleball Club, and uh, so it was great. So it was a little tense there. You know, there was a lot of walkaways, a lot, hey, I think we've got this one after a uh, an interception or two, but I mean, the game was just so intense both ways. It was, it was a good game. It was a really good game. Yeah. So, so what'd uh, you do this weekend? How was the cabin? I uh, didn't do the cabin. We went up to Provo, caught uh BYU Liberty game, which was almost as exciting as the, you know, Seattle and uh, San Francisco game or the, Minnesota game or the LSU game. Uh, once again, it was back and forth. Liberty almost came back and to tie. Um, but we had a good time, went up there. Uh, we did some sightseeing around Provo. Uh, got to do some family activities. Uh, dominated at some spike ball as well. So it's quality ball time. and spike ball. An all-around athlete. And hopefully in the morning we'll be playing round ball, otherwise known as basketball. <laughs> so we're just, you know, at our age, Adam, you got to stay active. I, dude, you're telling me this Sunday is my day, man. This Sunday or this weekend is the Las Vegas Marathon, the Rock and Roll Las Vegas Marathon down on the Strip, uh, Saturday and Sunday. But the half marathon, which I'll be participating in, and the full marathon will be on Sunday. So... Uh, I'm get, I've gotten ready for that. I'm ready to uh, to run this. So last Sunday, I did a little test. I decided to run the half marathon on my own, kind of see where I was at, endurance-wise, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, Shelly called me and said, in case of an emergency. <laughs> well, ev everything worked out real well. I, I felt like I'm ready for this race. I'm, I'm ready to run it. This is my first one, so I just wanted to make sure everything was good. The only problem I had was after like eight, between eight and nine miles, my toes started going numb in my shoes. You know, like, you know, you wake yeah. up in the morning, the little ants biting your toes. Yeah, they went numb. So I kind of Googled it and tried to figure it out, talked to some people that are a lot more experienced at this than I am. So making sure my shoes are right, making sure everything's right. But, yeah, I'm ready to do this. So, yeah, staying active is really important at our age. Uh, I had a good weekend, man. We had, we had a great weekend, good travels, uh, good times. We uh, It actually – so 
it probably surprise you, but uh, traveling for me uh, really does gear me up for business. Like it sets me up. It gives me some fresh ideas. Um, all the times actual you, driving or just traveling? Like traveling and you like seeing, the drive? Uh, I do it pretty easily, like out of like habit. So yeah, going to the Utah office, what Adam likes to refer to as the cabin. Um, yeah, I just kind of get in the mode and just. Wait, besides boop, building the cabin, what work is getting done at the Utah office? Uh, we have some All tongue and groove. We actually need a washer and dryer put in. So if you know a good plumber, we could, you know. And when I say put in, I know a lot of plumbers. I don't know if I know any good ones. Uh, Put in washer dryer means run the supply lines, run. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, run the drain line, uh, run the, you know, Romex for the electrical, put in a box. So put in means. Yeah. Yeah. Not just the two square things. No, not just hook up the hoses. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so this weekend we just hung around, but uh, it was cool. Monday um, was Veterans Day. So we took the kids, the wife and I took the kids down to 4th Street, downtown Las Vegas, and uh, watched the Veterans Day Parade. It's one of the biggest Veterans Day parades. I saw that. Yes, yeah. so it was awesome. So by chance, we just kind of picked the corner, kind of close to where we park, marching all the kids through downtown Las Vegas. is not high on anyone's list. So uh, what we decided to do was uh, we just picked the spot. Well, luckily, well, I thought it was lucky. Uh, two gentlemen sat next to us, and one of them was in a wheelchair. And I noticed that he was wearing a World War II veteran's hat on. And he looked up there in age that that would make sense, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it was his grandson or his son that was sitting next to him, but we kind of got to talking a little bit. And his, uh, he was 100 years old, and he was in the Battle of the Bulge. Wow. And he was telling us all about it. Well, the people in the parade really picked up on this and it was a wonderful tribute and uh, respect to him throughout the parade a lot of the floats would stop and uh, some of the senators or some of the politicians that were in the parade they would stop get out of their their float walk up to him shake his hand thank you for your service and 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 it was it was a really it was a really neat opportunity to just sit there and kind of watch everyone else's reaction to him and i mean to be honest with you, I don't know how many, but there can't be that many alive World War II veterans out there. I don't think there is. There was a, a an article, I think, about him and about some of the other um, uh, other veterans that are in that age range at 100, 102. So, well, we, there was one guy in the parade on the side of his car. Uh, he said he was a World War II veteran, and he was 103. So the guy was sitting next to 100, 103. I mean, you're talking that kind of ballpark, so there yeah. can't be that many. No. So it, it was fun. It was fun to check it all out and see the firemen had their ladders out with the big flag over the four, over 4th Street. And uh, it was a beautiful day. You yeah. couldn't ask for a better day. You hear the rest of the country getting cold right now and all the snow and delays and stuff. And here we are. What was the high today? 76? Yeah, 76, awesome. 78, something like that. It was gorgeous. This is the best time of year, man, oh. in Southern Nevada. Yeah, this I feel is... bad. For our fans out there that are somewhere else, we're enjoying the beautiful weather for you. Yeah, you can always come down here and enjoy, enjoy it with yeah. us. Come down here, get on the podcast with us. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it was good. It was good. This is, a, this is a fun time of year, getting ready for Thanksgiving, 
thinking about some plans? Yeah, I'm noticing, I, I think it's not just our school district, but a lot of school districts are taking the whole week off. Yeah. Uh, we've got a whole uh, slew of activities planned for each day. So I think it should be good weather, good times. So what do you do for Thanksgiving? You stay here in town? Uh, over the years, this is the first year in the last like three or four years that we're staying here um, because your friend Christy is coming back the you know yeah you know now that they moved away like four months ago it's like the long last sheep are coming back so like this big hurrah every day and that's fun cousin time and um typically we've actually gone up to reno to uh do thanksgiving with my family um but with christy coming to town we you know rescheduled to do thanksgiving week here in in town so nice sounds like fun yeah, this year it's my family's turn. We always switch. My wife's family, my family, go back and forth. We so. used to do that, uh, and but now it's more like um, we just kind of play it by ear and, and roll with whatever is coming up. So Nice. So how do you celebrate thanksgiving or how do you get your kids excited for thanksgiving and what the real meaning of thanksgiving is being grateful for the things that you have how do you instill that with your kids cranberry sauce cranberry sauce a lot of food let's start with usually do it with the pies let's start with cranberry sauce so is cranberry sauce uh a vegetable fruit or a condiment for you Oh, man. This is a very serious question, and I apologize to bring the mood down. <laughs> um, I don't really add it to too much stuff. I'll have cranberry juice. How's that? So I say it's a fruit. So you'll eat it right out of the can, right off the dish. No no meat, no potatoes necessary. That's where the discussion it, is. It's just a side piece. Is it a side dish, or does it go on your... It goes on the plate. Well, no, does it go on the plate or does it go on the other food? Well, it it ends up touching the other food. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of food on that plate, but it's just on that plate. Do you eat it like Jello or? Okay. Yeah. See, that's normal. So that's on tape. That's two witnesses. For everyone else who says it's a condiment, you're eating it incorrectly. If you'd like to tell us a backstory, I feel like there's a backstory to this. I, I, since like day one in, uh, in the Park Lane, uh, in the Park Lane home, it's been a discussion of cranberry sauce being a condiment, which is like, you know, like ketchup on your fries, or you know, you put your cranberry sauce on your turkey. And well, I know people who do that. They're yeah, weirdos. Yeah, weirdos. <laughs> no, but I just eat it like a Jello. Yeah, me too. I do too. It's absolutely delicious. I just it goes it goes on that dish and goes from the dish to my my dish. And then from that dish, it goes straight into the gullet. Man, I could just imagine the conversations at the table over there. It's, you try it's to a, educate it's them a, all. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> it's intense. Um, yeah, I mean, that's always like a heated discussion. Like, you know, no, this is how we were raised. It's a condiment. I'm like, don't try to get all fancy schmancy on me. This is just an upgraded Jello. okay? <laughs> this is like healthy version of Jello. Nice try. How do they do? They just take it right out of the can, slice it up, yes. and slices, boom, there it is. Yeah, and then I end up eating most of it anyway, so I don't even know why they're trying to have a discussion about it. But 
Yeah, you know, I mean, but trying to get the kids in, in, into it, get them a chance to take a break and to kind of be grateful for the things that they have. You know, we always take a moment and try to talk about these things with them. Usually they their patience runs thin and they just want to eat or play or mess around with their cousins and stuff. But we always try to take some time and try to really instill in them the wonderful blessings that 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 they have, you know, I mean. Yeah, we um, so we do have some traditions, and one of that is kickball in park go. in the park lane, half acres, mm-hmm. um, and then out in the street. No, in the backyard. Oh, in the backyard, and um, but as far as thankfulness goes, we strive to do that all the time, not just now. And um, see, now you're one up in me as a parent. <laughs> we only wait till this time of year to do. Yeah, that. <laughs> so. You know, it's funny, I, I don't know if your parents are like this, but, you know, growing up, everything was uphill, in the snow, both ways. And as a kid, you know, we almost kid about it. Oh, I know you had it harder when you were a kid. And now I'm a parent, and guess what? Now, not only do I say, oh, I had it harder, but here's the map I took, and here's the pictures that I took to go along with, oh, yeah. I had it harder than you. And, um, but I, I think actually we are pretty, uh, I don't know if you can say proud as parents, but we actually enjoy or not enjoy, but we, we, uh, and it's been a big thing for Sarah and I really, you know, give her credit that, um, she's always had this sense of awareness of, you know, our kids not, uh, you know, kind of being in tune with not only money, but the economy and relationships with other people and being grateful for what we already have. So I I think that comes from like a a style of parenting. Like we've talked about this before of how open we are more with our kids today than our parents were with us. My parents never talked money and, but, but we talk more about that with our kids. We talk when things are good or, Hey, things are tight. Things are going to be tight for the next couple months because of this and this and this. And, and, and they know that. And so they're aware of whatever situation that we're in. So we, we try to be more vocal with them and let them know. And I, I think it's a good lesson of life. They need to know that sometimes life throws cur- curveballs at you. Things get tight. Things get tough. Situations that are out of your control come into your life and you have to deal with it. And we involve them, not just shelter them and say, oh, no, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Like we were raised, I think. And we never thought anything was wrong, but we tried, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. We don't let our kids know every single detail, but we know when things get, things get a little crazy. Yeah. I, I, I've always wanted to have my children be more financial literate, literate as you know, I'm in the financial world and I want to be able to pass a lot of that experience and knowledge on. And part of that too is when you talk about gratitude is when you have to pay your own money for something, you become a lot more grateful. Oh, yeah. And so we've been really staunch at um, having our kids pay for their big field trips. And it goes twofold in the fact of we're, like Sarah and I are grateful for the fact that we're able to offer those opportunities to our kids to earn income to pay for those trips. And so it's not just like, hey, it's not impossible. No, here's some opportunities to work, and then here's the payout for it. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, we had that opportunity with my oldest daughter last year for choir. She wanted to go to New York City. The choir was going to New York City. They were going to perform and, and have this whole trip. And uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. And we sat her down and says, okay, you got plenty of time. You're going to pay for it. We can't, we can't swing this trip. We can't, we can't do it this time. We, we have this other stuff that we really need to pay for. And it's really important. And it just came up. So you're going to have to work at it. And she did. And she paid every penny of it. She saved up her saving money. She worked hard at it. And when you hear her talk about that trip today, I mean, she values that trip and those memories that she had with the choir and her friends and the school and the things she was able to see while she was there. You know, it was a good time for her. Yeah. Well, there's the adverse effects, too. The only con. So my son paid for a scout camp that uh, didn't uh, have the payout that <laughs> that uh, he equated with the work that he put into it. We actually, the following year, we did another scout camp at the Utah office and uh, consequently had uh, just as much fun, if not more fun. And it didn't cost him the the you know the work but see that's a valuable lesson in itself how many times have you spent money on something and it didn't come out the way you wanted it yeah you you save up you buy that car one of your first cars and then it just turns into a lemon and it's a piece Oof. of junk and you're constantly fixing it and then you wish you never bought it i mean that happens all the time so that's a good that's a valuable lesson right yeah, there that is so well right on man and what else are you guys planning anything else for uh you know so I think the other big question out there right now is, have you been to a store lately? A store? Oh, yeah. Yeah, any store. I, I know exactly where you're going with this. So are, are, you, are yes. you Christmas up? No. No. We are firm. We, <laughs> we are firm. <laughs> Just like your cranberry little fetish, you have, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. We are definitely firm that Christmas starts after Thanksgiving. We don't put up any holiday lights decorations or anything uh we also my wife will not the kids try to sneak it but the radio stations are already starting to oh, creep in the christmas music. that's not happening that's so a no-no so they get in the car and they change it over to whatever station is playing the christmas music 106.5 and they start playing and my wife no not till after thanksgiving as soon as thanksgiving's over we have plenty of time for christmas so so i used to be christmas up after my birthday for those that are on our patreon account my birthday is december 6th um coming quick so hopefully you have something saved um and once again thank rooftop reality i'm sure they'll be getting me a lovely present <clears throat> much like the swag i'm wearing tonight our new uh, carhartt uh jackets slash hoodies i'm freezing over here yeah, this is. I, I feel like I could be comfortable in any weather with this uh, with this new swag. Um, I used to have like just a personal rule of, you know what, we don't celebrate Christmas until after my birthday. My birthday, you know. Would you say it was December sixth? Yeah, always overshadowed. They're like, you know, uh, you know, I'd get everyone else like gets their presents, has a great birthday. I would get like the crown sets. Like, hey, this is the the free gift we got for shopping on Black Friday. Here you go. <laughs> Cousin Eric. Uh, hey, we got this. Yeah, we opened it up already. We kind of played with it, put it back in the box, didn't really like it. Here you go. Here's your birthday present. Uh, I'm like, these are your Christmas gifts that you're handing down to me because you didn't like them. 
No, I mean, thank goodness your birthday wasn't after Christmas. You would have had all the leftover white elephant gifts. Oh, and so, you know, for early on in our marriage, I was like, no, we are not doing any Christmas until after my birthday. And just like a, just like a good stone, kids come along and they start chiseling on you. You know, they start chiseling on you. So my daughter is, is pro Christmas. She's, she's got a giant elf inside of her. And so, and you know, not that, uh, her dad is easily mended by, you know, daddy's girl, but (laughs) when she wants to go pro Christmas, uh, it's great. She'll actually get everything down and start setting everything up. So even as, as parents, we're just like, just sit back and watching on. So has she started yet? She wanted to. Because we read an article that says the earlier you start on Christmas, the happier you are. And I don't know about that. But we have family coming to town for Thanksgiving. And so my wife's like, let's hold off. We don't want everything to get trashed. So let's, you know, let's be prudent about this. Let's celebrate Thanksgiving. um, Take it on approach. And we'll have plenty of time. One holiday at a time. One holiday at a time. That's the way I see it. And I, I agree with my wife. You know, I, I don't want to get it out of control. Thanksgiving, we don't have crazy decorations at Thanksgiving, but we have a few. We set it up. We have Thanksgiving at our house this year. And then after that. Now, usually, you know, I have that four-day weekend. So that Friday or Saturday, I start hanging lights outside. I got the extra time. We get ready. And then that following week, what we do is we go up to Caliani or well outside of Caliani and we go uh harvest our own Christmas trees. That's so we, sweet. That's we tender. hike through the hills. It, it's well, I don't know about tender. Can I give my, you a little teaser? My wife has Can to I give find you a, little teaser? a certain tree. Hold on, get, let me give a throw a teaser out real quick before you talk about this tree. So I'm gonna tell you why Thanksgiving, it's great that you bring this about, is related so entwined and so important this year to the United States of America. Just a little teaser coming up after Adam tells us about, you know, getting, you know, taking his 10 steps off of the road in Caliani, <laughs> finding that sweet little tree and then hopping right, right back in the van. Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder, but go ahead. Well, the tree hunting is, has become kind of this art form and I have to give it to my wife. She works, she wants a particular tree in there and she has a, a vision of what her tree is going to look like and at when it's all said and done and after the work is all done the tree looks beautiful we always have a wonderful tree every single year but the work to get a tree that is equal all the way around that's not from a farm you can't no that's that's outstanding yeah well the sun you got your north and south i mean you got to get a tree that's sitting on the mountain just right yeah. So and young enough, young enough that you can there, fit in the house. So it's equal. And you know where those trees are? On top? On top of the freaking mountain. Yeah. The roads are down in the valley. So we hike all the way up and we go from tree to tree. And what I do is I'll go out first, sometimes in the morning, and I'll take red ribbon and I'll tie them. And these are trees that I think are good enough. And she'll come and improve, and usually we'll pick one. Do you guys have a place in Caliani, or no. where's this uh, venture from? We go up the road like you're heading to Caliani, and then there's a dirt road, and we softly turn right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But so do you guys go up there the and camp? Or? No, no, it's just a one-day thing. We bring some food. We have friends. We go up there. Not that we've ever been invited, but 
continue on. And uh, we go out there and we just hang out. And uh, uh, sometimes there's snow, sometimes there's not. I don't think this year we're going to have any snow. But we go and we find a tree and we do not, no power tools. We use saws or hatchets, which we never used a hatchet. We only use the axe. No, we don't use an axe. I mean, the, the tree barks are not that big. So anyways, we cut them down. Usually we get a couple. I, I try to get one for someone else or whatever. And then and, and we have a great time and it's a fun memory. And uh, and then we come back. Uh, we come back through. Um, so I'm hesitant to tell this story, but there's a place they don't serve them anymore. But anyone who's come through Alamo and Ash Springs, there's a shell station and a gas station called Our Place. Okay. And been they, there. Yeah. Yeah. They used to have these chimichangas in there that were, well, they're probably just a chimichanga you buy at Costco, but they deep fry it. And if you deep fry anything, it's delicious. So it doesn't really matter where, I mean, I, I yeah. don't know who personally makes these things, but they deep fry them. So it kind of counteracts. Anyways, I love these chimichangas. So every time we go through, uh, I score me some chimichangas, but they, they haven't had them in a while. Oof. You got to get the word out. Well, it, it would be nice if they started cooking them again. Yeah. But yeah, we always get a chimichanga and I, I actually have a chimichanga dance I do. Nice. But I, I'm not going to do it now. All right. I have to have the chimichanga. Well, it's on Facebook. You can find it. We'll, we'll look for it. We'll <laughs> highlight it. So why do you think, uh, so, you know, staying with the topic of Thanksgiving, why do you think Thanksgiving applies more to today than probably in the last two decades? Just as a guess. Meaning applies. Do you want me to give you some multiple choice? Yeah, you're going to have to explain that question a little bit better. Okay. So answer number one is divided politically, the country. B, uh, having an uh, informational society, having a hated, uh, you know, a pro-hate society or culture. You know, they call it, I think they call it, uh, what do they call it? Uh, hater culture. Or A, B, or C? Which one? Could it be D, all of the above? It could be D, all of the above, but I'm going to venture down the real answer is A. So how Thanksgiving came about was post-Civil War. And so post-Civil War, quick story. So they have this, you know, the North has won now. They've had this, the, it came after the Battle of the Gettysburg, the, the bloodiest battle the United States ever had and they needed to find a way to reunite the country and how they did that was like the Martha Stewart of the day I forget her name I think her last name was Smith or something and she's like hey I have this great idea I have this magazine with recipes and at the, <laughs> at the end of the day it was food that brought so the south totally bought into it and started making the same recipes. They started ordering food from the north. The, the north started ordering, you know, different ingredients from the south. So the economic trade started happening again. And the country as a whole was able to mend over the Thanksgiving table. It was actually, I think it was, I think Thanksgiving was instituted as a national holiday, I want to say October 13th. And so um, I, I just found that story out and I found it like, 
profoundly. That's definitely uh, not what they teach in school. It's not, but this is this is important. But food does bring people together. I I completely agree with that. I, I there's nothing better. But at Thanksgiving, even in in our household, we ha- we have to. I don't know about yours, but we have ours to, is harmonious. Well, uh, and, and ours is too very. But at the same once time, in a while, not all the time. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to be careful. Uh, there's a lot of people in our family that has different political views and stuff like that. And you don't want to start an argument unnecessarily. You don't want to just bring something rational up. So you kind of leave that, that conversation aside. Uh, we even have different religious views in our family. So we leave that conversation aside. And we just talk about the things of being family and things that are important and try to keep it very harmoniously, you know, kind of say. But I don't know. I mean, uh, I think you got to be careful. With what? With your conversation at the dinner table. No, cranberry food, sauce is food not a condiment. <laughs> food brings people together, but but you still gotta, you do gotta be careful. I well, think I, I think you do. I think the whole actually, you know, talking about why food can bring people together is deposits. Like if you're willing to make deposits in other people, you have to remember back in the eight, you know, late 1800s, you know, cooking was an all day event. And even today, you know, when I'm selling a house, if you have a double oven, they know that they're only going to use that twice, maybe three times during the holidays. But for a lot of people, having that double oven and having the opportunity to entertain and have people over is, you know, part of the American dream. Hey, I want to have, you know, a big enough spot. I want to be able to entertain. I want to have a table big enough. I want to be able to cook enough pies. And, and I think that that means a lot to a lot of people, you know, my family did a huge, uh, speaking of deep fried is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of deep fried Turkey, but those are, I heard of it. No. Have you had it? Oh, (laughs) can you see me? I mean, (laughs) yes, I've had it. Well, I thought maybe you just saw it on YouTube, but, uh, um, yeah, my family, we did deep fried turkeys for years and years and, um, so do you like that better than in the oven? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's without a question. I mean, that's like, it's like asking you, do you want ketchup on your fries? <laughs> I mean that the deep fried Turkey comes out. It's so succulent, you know, crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside. I mean, I just, well, I haven't had a Popeye's chicken sandwich yet, but that's what I imagine. That's why everyone's running. Is like, I'm pretty sure they just did. Take, they start that again. They started it again. Yeah, it's back up and running. Yeah, maybe we need to go get some. Yeah, have you had one? I've never had one. I've never had one either. But once again, for our fans and subscribers, um, I'm Eric Humes. This is Adam Short. Thank you to our gracious host, Rooftop Realty, um, coming out with some new holiday jingles. Um, we'll be featured in the Henderson Light Parade and the Boulder City Light Parade, as well as we are accepting Popeye's chicken sandwiches <laughs> for whatever reason. You know, maybe because the Hawks won last night, because the Hawks are a good team, because Danger Russell Wilson is the epitome of what NFL players should be. I can think of a lot of reasons. You are all over the place. What? Are you, are you going to have the sandwiches here on Saturday night? Oh, for the VJK uh, watching party? The big watching party, we sh- man. I think we should, that should be a prize. Like, we could have a round table of, you know. That, 
who I, gets I like who the gets drawing. A, yeah, a little drawing. There we go. A little pinwheel. Go. I like that. <laughs> See who gets the uh, the chicken sandwich. I like that. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. A grand idea. I, I I think you'll have people showing up just for the chicken sandwiches, and and stick around for the hockey. Yeah, the hockey's getting a little little rough right now, so I'm yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see who the real fans are and who's who who's taking their stickers off their cars right now, just because our season's a little rough no right way. now. No way. And so so what time here? Uh, one o'clock. It's an afternoon game. Yeah. Right so, on. yeah, we're working on having a, a taco truck show up, but you know, I don't know how the taco truck would compete with the Popeye sandwich. I bet the people running the taco truck will still come in and spin the wheel for the chicken sandwich. Oh, absolutely. So I, th I think it sounds like a good time. It does. So all is welcome. If you're subscribing or thinking about subscribing, uh, the VGK watching party, VGK is Vegas Golden Knights. If you haven't had the opportunity to enjoy <laughs> one of their tremendous games at the wonderful T-Mobile, otherwise known as the T-Mobile Arena, um, Eric you know, will get you seats down on the glass. I'm pretty sure the reason if you why. With me, it's, you're going to bring binoculars. And don't forget, you you better have some comfortable shoes if you're with Adam because you're in the standing room only. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. But no, I uh, what I was going to say is like we. I was talking to a friend today, and he's like looking online. He's like, you know, when the Golden Knights play Anaheim, it's a twelve dollar ticket. When they go to play in Phoenix, it's twelve dollars, and you get a hot dog. You know. Uh, the cheapest ticket here, the T-Mobile, seventy-five dollars. Really, it's eighty-two plus, you know, after taxes, fees, and everything else. So it's quite a different experience. But just the overall experience is uh, is tremendously different from what I hear. Yeah, it's a good time. But these viewing parties, man, that's going to be fun. It will be. Who who are they playing Saturday? Who are they playing Saturday? Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know either. Yeah. I have to check it out. So I get so busy with so many other things, it gets a little crazy. Well, I'm excited to see you in the ice bath after Saturday. So, oh no, man, I'll be solid. <laughs> I'll be here Tuesday night, ready to go. Oh, solid as a rock. Nah, I'm gonna be exhausted. So I'm actually looking forward. Are you gonna come out and cheer me on? Uh, no, no. I'm disappointed that I'm not doing it, so I don't want to. <laughs> it's like rubbing salt in my own wounds. No, I'm I'm pretty stoked. Got a friend coming in from Arizona. He's gonna run it with me. And uh, you remember Jonathan Wales? Who? Jonathan Wells? Yeah, that's uh, a cousin. Mikey's not son. not good at I don't think, not good at golf. The the non coordinated oh, Jonathan man. Wales. You know what? He's going to be here in town this weekend. I'm, I'm going to have to. Pretty boy, away. pretty Bell jo Jonathan yeah, yeah, Wells. Yeah, yeah. No, never met him before. <laughs> yeah, he's running it with me. Hey, Jonathan, it's going to be a good time. I'm he, looking forward to it. We'll come back and edit this podcast once you bring your subscribers with you. So, if you could bring some subscribers, then we will uh, definitely promote you better. Anyways. No, I, I for all full disclosure, I've known Jonathan for over 20 years and uh i'm proud to call jonathan one of my friends yeah he's a good dude man and so it's, it's gonna be fun he's i i think he was surprised when i hit him up about i don't know a year ago i think it was when i hit him up and said hey man i'm thinking of running what i'm so i'm surprised that he can run <laughs> no what surprised that i can run he can run 
He's good at it. What? Adam, when you're our size, running comes easy. You just got to keep, yeah, things in motion tend to stay in motion. <laughs> All you got to do is keep a little, like, lean forward. Yeah, lean bit. forward a little bit and just keep falling down for another 12 miles. Wow. When you got 240 pounds pounding on your feet, dude, that's. Like you said at the beginning of the show, you didn't even feel it after yeah. you were done. So. Yeah, yeah, they they slowly start to numb. Yeah. I feel like I'm running on air. So, but no. Anyways, no, it's all good. But hey, uh, the, the other thing is, uh, to the ones that subscribe, thank you so much for supporting us that way. But tell your friends. Tell everyone about us. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a Patreon account. Uh, and we're uh, please check it out. All the links are on our social medias. So just uh, hit it up. Watch us on YouTube or, or listen to us on your drive to work or whatever, you know. But that's the best way to support the podcast is by listening. Uh, leave us a remark, good or bad. Uh, a couple people have given us some really good, honest criticism to make this better, and we're open to everything. Feedback uh, is what I would call it, not criticism. Or and feedback, whatever. Hints and tips. Yeah. Hints and tips. But it, but it's helpful. And, and Absolutely. And it's going to make this a better podcast for you guys and for us, and uh, it's going to make it a make just make it better but we're open for any kind of suggestion so shoot us our way send us a message dm us on instagram or message us on facebook comment share just the more the word gets out uh, uh more people will get in contact with us and uh we can make this thing grow so absolutely excited. thank you again and uh hope to see you guys soon all right man see you later Eric. all right i'm off to popeyes